Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Prayer Experience. It's very cold and rainy. It's what we call a jumper day, isn't it? I got my jumper on today. It's very rainy and cold in the north of England, but that doesn't stop us giving you a very warm welcome to The Prayer Experience. Yeah, please do share this video if you can do that now. Share it with your friends and family on Facebook and social media platforms so that we can get more people joining us each day thank you and do subscribe to delhi talks media uk channel on youtube so that more people hear about what we are doing on this platform connect with us live too. leave your prayer requests praise reports and comments let us know how you're doing let us know what part of the world you're from too and we can give you a special mention there's a prayer experience hotline number you can ring that number as you know by now and somebody will be there to pray with you jot that number down pass it on to a friend perhaps too amen and amen thank you we're going to move straight in to thanksgiving now and our scripture verses from uh, 1 chronicles and uh, chapter 16 verse 34 from the NIV uh, it says give thanks give thanks to the Lord for he is good <laughs> his love his love is love endures forever it never runs out it never runs dry it just increases actually more and more his love endures forever so thank you lord let's give thanks to god this morning this afternoon this evening whatever time of day it is where you are we are here to give thanks unto his holy name so thank you lord for your unfailing love a love that strengthens us in our times of weakness a love that sustains us when we feel we can't go on a love that picks us up each time we stumble, a love so precious, so divine, a love that whispers in your ears when you're silent before your God. And he says, you are precious, you are mine, and I will never let you go. Oh, blessed, blessed Holy Father, we worship you today and give glory to your name, your precious name, the name above every name. Holy, holy, holy is what we sing, isn't it? Holy, holy, holy is your name. And we bow down in humble adoration for you are our God and we are your people, the sheep of your pasture. How I long to be with you this day, closer than a brother, more cherished than a mother. Jesus, lover of my soul, I worship you and sing praises now and forevermore. Thank you, Lord, for all your goodness, all your strength and all your mercies. Jesus, come, come for your bride, even today as we pray and give thanks with grateful hearts to you, our God. Thank you, Father, for every praying heart, for every praying heart and every life made new because of you and your great love for your children. Thank you, Lord, for every praying saint, too, on this platform today. 
come and have your way, Lord, then lead us, guide us this day in our prayers. Deeper into your holy presence is where we long to go, that we might know more of you and your great love. We bow before your throne of grace and worship you and give thanks to you, our one true God. Amen and amen. Let's move straight into the inspired word today. I'm going to read from Revelation chapter 2 verses 4 and 5 from the New International Version. It says this, yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. And we don't want that, do we? You know, whilst I was waiting uh, for inspiration for today's message, for this inspired word, I received this scripture verse from Pastor Nestor, and, uh, who joined us recently on the prayer experience. And we're so glad to have you with us, Pastor Nestor. And uh, he sent me this scripture verse and he added these words which I have his permission to share, and I'm going to quote from what he said. He said this, it's short. He said, we have got to be at a place where we stop and say, so what are you doing and why are you so complacent? I have got to remember from where I have fallen. I have got to get back that love, that compassion and that fire. I've got to get it back. I have got to step out into the destiny Jesus has for me. Something's wrong here. I'm not going to stay here anymore, murmuring and going around this mountain. I am going to do something about it. Amen. Thank you for those words, Pastor Nestor. You know, his words, when I read these words, they really challenged me. As I realized how complacent I was becoming, it's so easy to fall into a pattern of the way that we practice our Christianity, even to the point of what we expect, where we begin to, we, you know, we begin to place limitations on what God might do in our lives and in the church. Was it Jane who shared last week on how we should pray big prayers and be expectant for God to work on a grand scale in our lives. Do you remember, do you remember the thrill and the excitement and the passion burning in your soul when you first met with Jesus? When a whole new world opened up to you, when there were no limitations anymore in your life, because all things had become possible, all things had been made new that all things were now possible, that all you had to do was to believe. And like Peter, ye too might walk on water. Let me encourage you today to return to that first love, the joy, the delight of knowing that his spirit is now living in you, leading you on, filling you and equipping you for every good work. Let us remember now and embrace his life-giving power 
that is uh, available to us today and every day. Let us turn to that first embrace. Let us declare even now that we are more than conquerors through him, our Lord and King Christ Jesus. Jesus is alive and lives in you and the same power that raised him from the grave is available to you right now. You can exercise that power today over every obstacle, every attack of the enemy, every bad thought, everything that would try to discourage you and rob you from experience uh, and rob you of experience fully the glorious life that's available to you now, now that you have found him. Amen. Can we just reflect then on those words and then we will pray. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things that you first did. How the mighty have fallen, cried David, when Saul and his son were slain. The psalmist said, he will not let your foot slip. And he will not if we stand on his word and his promises. If we are true to his teachings. All his promises are yes and amen. So let us rise up this day and we remember afresh how he met with us and called us out of the darkness and into his glorious light. Oh, Father God, let your light shine now in our hearts and in our lives. Let's pray. Father God, we do not want to be a people who settle for the mediocre or who are happy to plod along in the same old furrow, ploughing up the same old ground over and over again. Help us, Lord, be a people of vision and purpose, that we would not become complacent, set in our ways. Today, Lord, then, we break out of the mould, and reach up with hands stretching out, encompassing all you are for us, that we might make a real difference in this world, Lord. Take us back, Lord, to that day we first encountered you and you lifted us in that miraculous way, you know, from out of the darkness and into your light, Lord, when you put that new life in us. And we knew, Lord, <laughs> that all things had become new. Nothing's changed, Lord. Your life is still within us. That resurrected power that raised Jesus from the grave lives in us now, Lord. Help us exercise that power. Help us walk in that resurrected life, Lord. <laughs> in as living victorious lives for you, Lord, that we might have an effect to the good on everyone we meet, that people would see Jesus loving in us, Lord, because your love just cannot but overflow, Lord, from our hearts, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your salvation then. We turn to you afresh today, Lord. We place our trust and our hope in you today, Lord, as never before. 
for you are our God. Amen. And amen. We're going to move on then. We're uh, going to pray for the church and our scripture verses from 1 Corinthians. And it's 13.13. And again, I think all my scriptures are from the NIV today. It says this, and now these three remain, faith, hope and love. But the greatest, the greatest of these is love. Oh, that we would be a people, that we would be a people who are recognised and characterised by the love we carry and spread abroad in our hearts as we seek out and minister to the lost and to the hurting and to all those in need that we meet on life's journey. Thank you, Father. The greatest of these is love, and that's the only way to win hearts and soul to Jesus, to express his love to those in need. Help us do that, Lord. Father God, we pray today that you would enlarge our hearts, thereby giving us a greater capacity to love, to shed your love, the love that you've placed in us, to shed that love abroad. Help us, Lord, exercise our faith as we put our hope in you and dare to love the loveless, Lord. Not just to love those in our family or in our church, but teach us, Lord, today we pray to love as you loved, to love with that agape love that never turns anyone away. Or, or leaves anybody out. There are people in every church who need to know that they are invited and have a place of honour at the banqueting table. People who feel they only have a right to the scraps on the floor, but that is not so, for we are all invited to the feast. Help us, Lord, reach out to our brothers and sisters with a word of encouragement, a blessing, a prayer, a kind word that would lift them up, Lord. Teach us, Lord, to love and to give and to build up and to care for one another that we would grow stronger as a family, in unity, in fellowship, in strength, in love. If love were a river, <laughs> if love were a river, let's go for a swim. If love were a mountain, let's go climb it. If love were a feast, let's all sit down together and eat. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. We love you, Lord. We love because you first loved us. Were we deserving? I think not. But you loved us all the same and accepted us into your family. This amazing family of which we belong. Teach us then to love, Lord, in the mundane, in the everyday 
in those little acts of kindness born out of having a deep and intimate relationship with you. Jesus, you are our example and we turn to you today. We fix our eyes on you, Lord, to learn from you, our master, our God and our king. And we thank you, Father, for all you are and for all your great love for us, Lord. Amen and amen. Can we move on? And uh, as I often do, I want us to pray for the persecuted church again today. The scripture verse is Romans 8.35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? We know full well that the church cannot be extinguished. It cannot be put out. And that persecution, rather than putting out the flame that burns within, acts more like oil than water and causes that only fire to burn even brighter. The church grows stronger through the blood of martyrs and suffering brings one closer to Jesus. As we have read, nothing, nothing, can separate us from the love of Christ. Would you pray with me now for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world, especially in countries like Afghanistan and North Korea, Somalia, Libya, Yemen, Eritrea, Nigeria, Pakistan, Iran and India. Those countries are the top 10 toughest places to be a Christian in the world today, according to Open Doors. The founder of uh, Open Doors, Brother Andrew, passed away last week at the great age of 94. What a life and ministry <laughs> he had. His, his ministry lives on. He ministered to countless persecuted Christians and world leaders through his life, through his work and prayers and the organisation that he founded. He left the true kingdom legacy, didn't he, that will continue for generations to come. We thank you, Lord, for that man and his life. We pray, Lord, for this ministry, his ministry that he founded, Open Doors. We pray for that ministry to thrive and continue in supporting families who have been affected and devastated and torn apart through persecution. We pray, Lord, your healing touch on those families, that you would comfort them and be there with them. We pray for the persecuted church, that those suffering today will know that they are not alone as we pray that we are all in this together and if one part of the body suffers then we all suffer because <laughs> we're all connected through his blood through the church give us your heart lord for our suffering family for those who have lost everything for daring, yeah, for daring to place their faith in you. We thank you for our brothers and sisters, Lord. We thank you for those that would stand strong in the fire 
the fire of persecution, the affliction of persecution. And we pray your hand be heavy upon them, Lord. And that if one would fall, that ten would rise, Lord. For your church cannot, as we said, ever, ever be extinguished, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, that you are with us through it all, Lord. And those that suffer, Lord, will, will gain a crown, Lord, that will last forever and ever, world without end. Amen and amen. And so from the persecuted church, we'll move uh, and pray for the nations. That's every nation, every people. My scripture verse is from Matthew 25, 35. It says, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. You invited me into your home, to your family, to your community. You know, we're not just called to love the church, the body of Christ, our new family in Christ Jesus. But we're also called to love those that live by the world's standards and morals, to love the drug addict, the homosexual, the dirty, the unclean, the prostitute, those that might cause us harm even. We're called to live and love our enemies, that in by so doing, we might just win another lost soul to Christ. So would you pray with me now for all those poor ones who have so utterly lost their way in this world? Pray that your life the path that you are walking along will open up to outcasts and the misguided, that they might walk a while with you and see something of who you are in Christ Jesus as they walk along, as you walk along by their side. Jesus did not turn anybody away. Oh, that we would be Christ to all those souls desperately seeking an answer, to all those hungry souls looking for a meal that will satisfy their souls. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. Whoever drinks of this water, said Jesus the water I give them will never ever thirst again we have that water <laughs> we have that water and we can share it with another my cup overflows there's plenty for all if we would be willing to share and to give teach us Lord how to give extravagantly to give all we have to give of ourselves in selfless sacrificial acts carried out in love. Show us, Lord, your great provision, Lord. Show us, Lord, you who own the cattle on a thousand hills, Lord. You whose cup never runs dry, Lord. You, Lord, 
the great provider who provide the bread and the oil that never runs dry, Lord. Teach us, Lord, to share what we have with this world in which we live. We lift up the nations to you, Lord. We lift up the nations to you, Lord, today. And we pray that your kingdom would come as we, Lord, walk in your ways, as we minister to this uh, hurting world, Lord, to each one we meet, as we offer out that cup, Lord as we offer out a meal, a piece of bread, a drink of water that gives life, Lord, to those that are dying in this world today. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, be more like you, I pray. Amen. Amen. And so then, times are upon us again, isn't it? Where does it go? So to healing prayers. Proverbs 4, verse, uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22 says, My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. What beautiful words they are, aren't they? Hallelujah. We have met with him today and he is with us now more than willing as we draw to a close to minister his grace and mercies and healing touch. And we do that now. Jesus, Jesus, reach out. Reach out now. Reach out to him and let him touch you. Let him touch you and bring life and healing to your tired old bones. He will revive you and strengthen you as you put your trust in him, as you place your life in his hands. Be bold then right now. Be bold. Be brave. He's more than willing to heal you now. Let him touch you now. <laughs> the sun is rising with healing in his wings, touching all who humbly come before him. Receive, receive now that healing. There is no sickness or disease that is not subject to his name and to his word. We pray for all those that are sick on prayer experience right now. We lift up Anne Peck to our, our, our beloved sister Anne Peck who just so much and encourages so much and prays so hard for each and every one who come on this platform and today she's sick too Lord. So we pray Father God for a divine healing upon her life Lord that you would heal her, that you would touch her Lord, that you would make her well and bring her home real soon Lord and we thank you once more for her. Thank you everybody then for joining us today. Thank you Father that you've been with us and thank you praying saints again that you've come and stood with us today as we lift up the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Do subscribe to the free audio podcast. You can listen along later can't you? That's it guys we're out of time uh, but we're back tomorrow that's thursday at 1 p.m until then goodbye and have a blessed day amen
Join them, cry. Holy. 